Well, it's been a million hours, a million days. Let's start that again. I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's been, been since December 28th, Kevin. Has it been that long? Yeah. Last time we did this was my birthday. Mm, birthday podcast. So we got to catch up on the last three days of December, oh, January, February, okay. and, and almost week, half of March. Two weeks in March. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot to catch crazy. up on. Okay. Let's sum up. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We were just kind of reminiscing there. We were actually backstage talking before we pressed the record button. And I was like, we just started talking about stuff. I was like, dude, why aren't we live talking about this right now? We're we're going to talk about all our ideas before we even get live. So we're here live, guys. Thank you for those of you who have made comments on the YouTube channel saying, you know, hey, we missed the show. You know, thank you. You know, where, where are you at? But we thank you for that. And um, to the Boom Squad members uh, that are listening or may come in here, thank you for your undying support. We really appreciate it. Uh, you make the world go round. Mike is sitting there sporting his Muddy River catfishing coffee cup, and I have my beast coffee cup there or, or mug or whatever you want to call I'm it. I'm jealous of the capacity of your mug. It's a, it's a cool 30 ounces, so, I mean. This is 20 and is, uh, uh, used to 32. Sugar-free sweet tea. Ooh. Now I'm really jealous. Well, let's see. The last three days of the year. Man, you know, I did a camping video the last three days. Hey, there's Phil T. What's up, Phil T? Um, we did. I did a camping video, and those things always start off slow but pick up momentum, and it's already almost over 10,000 views. Awesome. Um, so basically, I took the pontoon out and, um, you know, fished during the day, caught me an eater catfish. Uh, caught two, actually, and threw one back. Parked the boat in a cove, cleaned the catfish, cooked it up, videoed all that, slept on the boat. And, uh, you know, it was a good video. I really had fun doing that. And my fans, my subscribers seem to like those videos. And I, I get a lot of traffic on those, so I wish I could do those more. But, you know, time is crazy, man. Like, you know, that that's like a two-day thing. You have to plan to leave out one day and come back the next. And yep. so there's no, like, you know, you can't really do anything the day you get back because you're so worn out. <laughs> you could still hit the Chinese buffet, though. Oh, man, don't talk to me about Chinese buffet. Okay, so I did that on purpose, everybody. Oh, well, you got to uh, get January 1st, man. We always talk about food. <laughs> And uh, moving up towards January 1st, you're thinking of like, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? And I I literally put my January 1st New Year's resolution off until maybe March 10th. <laughs> so mine was delayed, but yes, going to try to eat a little bit better, going to try to lose some weight. I yeah. really feel like my mind's ready. I know my knee is ready and my ankle so uh and my hip all on the right side my left side's solid but the whole right side's just like come on dude let's lose some weight i'm like all right i think i should mine's more of my heart pounding and my lungs screaming yeah. at me it's like stop gaining weight <laughs> but yeah we uh yeah we we went through january kind of just preparing for february i mean really, absolutely that's, that's all it absolutely was. 
I went fishing a couple times and I can't even remember the trips really. Um, I know it was cold and windy <laughs> and it was very uneventful as far as the fish are concerned. We had a really kind of rougher winter down here. And I know for you Westerners and Midwesterners, that's tell like, me all about it, Kevin. That's like <laughs> a huge laugh. But for down here, like usually March is our windy month. And it has been windy this March, but January and February were almost unfishable on the lake. And my 2023 goal was to fish the lake more, but I've already been back to the river. Like I just can't stand the wind. But um, well, it's dangerous too. Yeah, it's very really dangerous. dangerous. You know, we did the whisker bowl on the lake, and I just about sank the boat. Um, a live stream. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just rough, and it wasn't fun. I caught a few fish. Um, but yeah, just you know, for for here that was very extreme. You know, usually we get cold and it's just cold, but cold and wind, uh, as you know, Mike drops that temp and and makes it feel even worse. Yep, absolutely. We we got a little lucky. Um, we uh, you know January everything's frozen. Uh, I I did get to go ice fishing with a guide. Ooh. Uh, friend of Spencer's, his name's Ryan Tasler, and uh, Trish set it up. It was half for her sanity, uh, as she had made it halfway through the school year, and half for my birthday. That's how she justified the expense. So we got to go ice fishing. It was an absolute riot. I mean, it was like playing a, a fishing video game <laughs> because you could see right there on the flasher that the, the fish were down there and then they'd come up towards your lure and it's not live scope. Don't need live scope. Although we're getting ready fishing our last 30 minutes, shall we say? And along comes another YouTuber, uh, fishing kit, uh, okay. came along and he had live scope. Ooh. So he would drill a hole and then he'd be like, okay, uh, walk 10 feet that way. Oh. And, drill a hole. <laughs> and he he helped drill like six or seven new holes for ryan to fish after we had left and as soon as he drilled this one he's like okay that's the good one ryan put his bait down there bang caught two fish like it was nothing what kind of fish so, uh bluegills okay big a, ones a eater eater size bluegills so like uh, what's we were, eater to you like hand size yeah yeah but i got a 2x hand so <laughs> so what like six seven inches um i want to say these were probably like seven or eight maybe oh, and okay. some of the bluegills that i catch down here i i found a place where there's some bluegills and they're literally like probably 12 13 inches oh we got they are to they're over a pound dude <laughs> and they're That's mean awesome, oh they're so mean nothing so fights like a real good brim like a real good bluegill i love it i love it. and i i didn't grow up fishing on these things everybody's like well everybody starts fishing pan fish then you make your way to crappie and you know you graduate to cat that's not how i did it we fished for bullheads which basically hook or swallow the hook right. for themselves and uh we would fish for carp and catfish and that's it so i didn't know pan fishing until i started to become a cat fisherman be more focused on it i'm telling you this is just a 
blast. I love it so much. Uh, I love watching you and Anna in the videos catch all those fish. Uh, you show me how to do it, and I'm like, hey, I can do that here. So I can adapt, uh, you know, and, and take people's advice on what works for their waters and, and mm -hmm. try it here. And I did catch a couple red-eared sunfish last year. Shell they were, I call them shell they were mean. <laughs> they, they were my favorite. They're probably my favorite catch last year. Yeah. Because my daughters caught them. Mm. So those mean shell crackers there you zipped go. and zagged and moved. I mean, I, I was telling Kristen to hang on to the rod because yeah. I thought Leia was going to lose the rod. Yeah. So it was so much fun. I mean, I felt bad using them for bait, but I didn't feel bad for using i do bait. you know i feel yeah. that sentiment man like if i if i'm trying to bait fish and i catch a big like almost pound shell cracker i'm like uh how much bait do i got because i want to throw them big ones back and and yeah. really we should you know it's kind of like the same thing with catfish the big ones are going to be your spawners are going to create those genes but there's so many pan fish. It's like, eh, yeah, one or two here or there is fine. We literally only caught maybe three. And then everything else that we caught were bluegill. Then you catch a couple crappie, a couple bass, you know, and Lauren loves the bass because they jump. Mm. And she, she loves the crappie even more, I believe, because of their black and white, you know, camouflage colors. So she last year They're she shiny. caught last year she caught a, a black crappie. Mm. So I, I really look forward to her catching a white or a yellow crappie just to see. And then as they get bigger, you know, their their colors, depending on where they are, change so much. I mean, some of them to me look like rainbow colored on, um, you know, like their belly or their back or whatever, you know. So I was once told by a friend of ours that there's no such thing as different crappie. Like they're all just, they're all white crappy and they just have different tints, kind of really? like catfish do. But, uh, you know, so many people call them like you did, you know, white crappy, black crappy, yep. uh, yellow crappy. So I wonder if it's true. Well, my DNR says there's a white and black here in South Carolina. So the DNR recognizes it anyway. Yeah. Either way, they I, taste good. I've caught a yellow crappy. And I'm like, whoa, look What's at you. What's yellow about it? Like, tell me, like, describe it. Um, Pretty much wherever you think that it would be white, it's kind mm -hmm. of like a pale yellow. Like a perch almost. Oh, it's, it's, maybe it's like a, it's, yeah, maybe a little bit more like a perch like a red looking perch color. Belly. And, uh. I, I was just like, man, bro, you got jaundice or what's going on with you? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, oh, wait, maybe that's mean. And then He's I'm sick. like, I'm like, no, really? Is that what's different about you? And honestly, it was so big. I should have ate it. But I'm just like, I've never seen one like you before. So I'm yeah. putting you back. And then again, the you question, know? why are you yellow? <laughs> yeah. And do I want to eat you and become yellow myself? <laughs> oh, he was. It was. It was really cool. I. Uh, That's cool, man. I never. Last year, I bought myself before. that sonar bobber. Uh, yeah. As as a Christmas present from the family to me, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm telling you, that is a cool little device. And it I bet, especially for ice fishing. So if you go pond fishing, mm -hmm. or if you're off the bank, if you if you happen to have a spare hundred and eighty dollars, that 
is a heck of a cool device and very, very useful. We just had a whole bunch of chat pop up at one time. I think Streamer yeah, just caught awesome. up. Did you see that? I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering if anyone would notice us before the end of the show, but that yeah. blew up right there. We just like went, pow, and all the comments came up. So if you're not, if you're listening, you're not knowing what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I run a, you know, if you're new to the channel, I run a YouTube channel as well called Palmetto Cats, and I have a membership group over there called the Boom Squad. And in the Boom Squad tonight, we got Phil T, Sogo, Don R, and LG Bass. And uh, all their comments just popped up on the software we're using at one time. So it was like, bam. <laughs> but thank you Ooh. guys for coming. Don R says we have black crappy. Uh, Sogo he says they get a little bigger, too. Never had any luck using shell crackers for bait. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then black said it'll get a little bit bigger, yeah. Don R said he wish he had one. I guess he means the uh, yellow crappy. Awesome. Well, that's, you know, January kind of came and went. And then February, we had the uh, we had the winter blues um, on Chaz channel at tournament. That was that was pretty entertaining. Yeah, I thought that and was a good I, one. I also been doing a lot of uh, live weigh-ins, Mike, like mm -hmm. going to local tournaments and weighing in. And, oh, the bobber. That's what he wish he had. Your bobber. The the sonar bobber you were talking about? Um, but anyway, I've been doing a lot of live weigh-ins. People seem to like that. And what I noticed in the chat is there's people that have never been to a actual live catfish tournament. So I was getting comments like, wow, I was always wondering how that worked. And I'm like, what do you mean what worked? Just, you know, how, how they weigh them in and how they let them go and all that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a big thing. You know, it's a, the tournament scene is huge. Probably not as big as bass fishing, but, um, you know, just as just as hard, or actually harder, because uh, you got to think about these live well systems these guys have to have. Some of them have oxygen and 100-gallon uh, tanks built into their boat so they can have these monster fish. And all the weigh-ins I did – and January and February were three fish weigh-in. So you could have, you know, one 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 team had two 50s and a 60 in the same Jeez. tank. Uh, the biggest fish I saw I've seen so far doing this is an 81-pounder. And that was the only fish they caught that day, and that got them fourth place. So they, they, got, they scored in the money with one fish. <laughs> uh, I think the winning – the winning total was like 110 pounds, but where where do they get to fish? So um, all the tournaments I've been doing weigh-ins for are on Santee Cooper, or the or the Cooper River. Mm -hmm. um, so local here, um, the lakes are about 45 minutes from me, and I'll drive up there, and usually it's at one of the fish camps up there. Um, but they can fish the upper lake, which is Lake Marion, or the lower lake, which is Lake Moultrie. And basically, uh, you know, they can drag, drift, anchor, spotlight, whatever they want. Um, and then they have to be in by a certain time. Usually it's around 3.30. And then uh, they come to the weigh-in. They have certified scales and a, a whole guy with a, uh, a microphone there. And, guys, if you're listening and you haven't checked it out, go over to my channel. I have several of them. And actually, this Friday and Saturday, I'll be streaming a huge tournament called the Santee Cooper Big Cat Brawl. 
Um, the guy last year, I did a documentary on him and another guy, and last year he won ten thousand seven hundred something dollars uh, just for one tournament for for six fish because it's a two day tournament. Isn't that crazy? But anyway, I'll be live streaming that on Friday the seventeenth and um, Saturday the eighteenth about three o'clock. But uh, that's what I've been doing kind of for February and March. I started fishing with a couple uh, guys. One of them is the Waymaster for the Santee Lakes Catfish Club, and the other is just a friend of ours. Um, his He actually owns um, Easterland Drift Socks. So I got to fish with him, which is really cool. Uh, we've just been having fun. You know, they're, they're characters, man. They, they like to have fun. And uh, we, we have to come in early because Mark has to get ready for the weigh-in, but and it's just been a blast getting to know those guys. Um, and then we went to Catfish Conference, February Catfish Conference in Louisville, Kentucky, and that was a blast. Um, biggest one I've ever seen. And from what I hear, it's the biggest one ever. Well, you know, have you heard the same things, Mike? Yeah, I was wondering how many people they thought went through the gate. I think you said 8,100. Wow. It's, uh, it's crazy to think it, but at the exact same dates, they have the fisherman's swap meet, the annual fisherman's swap meet here in Des Moines, down at the fairgrounds. And I think that the the most people they ever said went through there in, uh, for that, it's Saturday and Sunday. Um, I think they said that it was 15,000 or 20,000. Whoa tickets were sold but when you go down there you are literally elbow to elbow all the way well you were maybe not anymore now that covid swept through the last yeah. few years but uh we would always go as a family and then i got invited to help out with the cat con team and i'm like uh, i'm gonna miss this next one here here folks and i've missed the last couple but wow cat con is just that's something that is uh that's an experience. You see so many people. You get to feel the true passion and energy of everyone in the industry, mm -hmm. you know. And plus, plus crappie vendors this year. Yeah, and then I went over to the to the crappie side and I spent another two hundred dollars. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know, it, it's it's really something special. If you haven't been there, it, it's it's definitely worth the price of admission. It's worth the price of lodging. You'll have more fun than you could have ever imagined. You'll get to go shut down a Chinese buffet with us and the One Ton <laughs> Fishing Club, and uh, grilling out the uh, that was the night one, before. The more I think about that, man, that was just such an awesome. I wish it wasn't so chilly for me. I know it wasn't yeah. chilly for you, but I like. Yeah. Well, I was standing in front of an eight hundred degree grill. Yeah. So, uh, which was totally fine until it started smoking over a little bit <laughs> and making me cry. But so basically we got this fun. hotel guys with, with, uh, Weber grills in the front that the guests can use. And all you do is go up to the front desk and say, Hey, I need utensils. And they give you spatulas and tongs and you turn on the gas and bring whatever you want to cook and throw it on there. And Mike and, and uncle Jeep went to Sam's club. I think it was both of y'all, right? Yeah. Trish and Trish and I, and, and Vonnie went to uh, Aldi's, Aldi. and Uncle Jeep went to Sam's Club. Yeah, 
So we got some fruit, some meat, some chips, some buns, some some uh, ketchup and mustard, and uh, and off we went. And then uh, Dustin and Josh and I were cooking. Yeah, there was a fire pit just a a couple feet away from the grill. We're talking about a hotel, guys. We're not talking about like yeah. We're out on the patio of this hotel, the front entrance of this hotel. You can hear that highway, the interstate, right, right across the street. Like, but it was so cool because you felt like you were renting a house and the only thing that could have made it better is if like i said they had like some kind of windbreak like a big fence like a problem yeah. fence around it that would have been cool but you figured that they would like coming to have back something and, like that and he was tired and didn't want to go out to dinner so he he grabbed some some dogs and a hamburger what's up doc reads in the house and uh lg bass called it the two, 2024 Oh, wait, we're going next year to the 2024 Catfish Crappy and Chinese Buffet Extravaganza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We walk back in there one time next year. If any of the staff is still there, they're going to be like, oh, man, not these guys I again. I don't think we did that much damage, to be honest. I did. You did? I know I did. <laughs> well, everybody, see, I kept, know. everybody kept talking about the plate that they had in front of them. I kept going back for more. My thing was, is, um, you know, I was working, you know, running around and stuff. And I, I made the mistake of eating about two hours before we were set to go there. And I had, I just got some, some cheese fries and Bonnie and your sister got me some chicken strips mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to eat them cause you got them for me. So, yeah. and I appreciated it, you know, that Absolutely. I really did. Actually, what I said was. They said, all you're going to get is fries. I said, yeah, these chicken strips are like 13 bucks. I said, I'm I'm not getting that. And so they went and got them for me because they're sweethearts. But yeah, um, They were having fun. Did you hear their southern accents that they were no, talking about? No, I in? didn't. I didn't. Oh, my. I thought we were going to get beaten up and thrown out of that <laughs> Aldi's because Trish kept saying things with a huge southern accent and Vonnie kept responding, and <laughs> Vonnie kept responding, saying the same thing too. And uh, everything that we came across, she's just like, "Is this an event for pie? Do we bring pie to this event? You know, or did you get the ice cream? You know?" And it's like, "I also got strawberries. Did you see the mango?" And I'm just like, "Oh, you two need to stop." And then you see some real nice ladies walking around, staring, looking over, like. Are they making fun of our accent? I'm just like, oh, we're gonna get beat up. I was like, that lady's gonna beat us all up and throw us out of her Aldi's. And uh, uh-huh. oh, it was so much fun though, walking around with them. I'm just like, well, you came in here for chicken breast. What are you getting? And fruit, chips, all this stuff. And everybody tore it up. And then the next day, Trish brought the leftovers into CatCon. She brought a couple bags in. There's leftover hot dogs and. Curtis and Eric are like, thank you so much for bringing those hot dogs in here, man. He's like <laughs> grilled food and it didn't cost $15. And yeah. I was like, well, it's like there is an expense to food here. Yes. Yeah. But I like how everybody chipped in and kind of you yeah. know, gave some money to you guys. And, you know, it's just after the Golden Whiskers Awards and working for two days straight at CatCon, like it's just like I just want to go sit down and shove food in my face. And I don't want to pay $500 for it. 
What I couldn't believe like, in the city, like we spent a bunch of money on food. So oh, this yeah. is the previous cat, and you know, you really you're not grilling out nowhere in Kansas City. Well, Kansas City was like what maybe twenty five bucks a person per meal. You know, I mean, you're right at, in the middle of the, the city. Minimum. Yeah, it's it's expensive. Well, then I, I I made the mistake, of, not the mistake, because I enjoyed their company. But I went with Hervey and Steve to this restaurant that Hervey. Oh picked, yeah, and the cheapest thing on the menu was twelve bucks, and it was like a cup of soup. And so me and Anna got out of there. I ate a cup of soup and I had, I think, a soda, and she had you know something for her, and we got out of there for a hundred bucks. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Like it was, it was nuts. And I said, nah, we're not doing that no more. I said, if we come back to Kansas city, we'll do one night out eating. We're getting pizza the rest of the time. We're chilling out and having a good time. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually where the, where the pizza idea came from. Mike was, I just barbecue was expensive, but, but I thought it was tasty. It was was, everything we had was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I just like that. It's all within walking distance. Yeah. So and I don't mean to come off like it. negative. You know, you're on vacation. Yeah. You're trying to have fun. But whew, yeah, but when your man. biggest expense is food and that's 50 bucks per person for yeah. one meal, that's just wow. It's tough. It's yeah. tough. Very tough. Yeah. Uh, Tom LG Bass made a comment. He said the damage was minimal because we got there late. <laughs> 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 I think, I don't know. I, I had my fill. I think my problem was is i ate too soon before i got there but it was good you know i mean it wasn't the best chinese restaurant i ever had but the company was awesome yeah the company was awesome yeah docs said he was able to go home at kansas city con (laughs) that is a plus i guess um if we do not return there i will be disappointed because it's only a three-hour drive for me yeah so the, the drive is very, very quick. But. And speaking of which, you know, talking about CatCon, you know, uh, one of our leaders, one of the co-founders, uh, Steve Douglas, is in the recovery room. Uh, if you hadn't heard, Steve Douglas had a triple bypass surgery this morning. So, uh, you know, he is in recovery. I've heard that was the last I heard, which was a couple hours ago. Um, so if you're a praying person, please pray for him. Um, prayer does work. I know it does. So uh, he would appreciate that. But uh, we know he's going to, he's got plenty of time to heal up. He's got almost a year to heal up and uh, we'll have him back to his old self. I know it. Um, the CatCon, you know, so one thing you were talking about crappy earlier. Well, let's, let's stick on the food for a second. So Uncle Jeep, I finally got, I finally tasted the, um, the bacon eclairs. And, you know, I was very surprised. And the thing I was surprised about was that they weren't super rich and heavy. You know, looking at them, you think, you think, oh, man, this is going to be, like, so sugary and rich and heavy. And I'm not going to be able to finish it. Dude, that thing went down like air. It was delicious. Yeah. I, uh, I personally still do not agree with using bacon that way. <laughs> I... I'm I'm a bit of a snob, I will admit. Like people are like, oh, I I bacon wrapped this pork loin and I threw it in my Traeger smoker, you know, on low for six hours. And I'm like, you don't bacon wrap that. 
I was like, I, I would, I'll bacon wrap a steak if I want that crispy bacon. Uh-huh. But other than that, I just eat bacon as bacon. So then someone puts bacon on something I'm not supposed to eat. Like I'm not supposed to eat donuts. And I'm just like, I double, <laughs> I double dislike this. But I found someone, not not this year, but the previous year, I found someone who was willing to split one with me. I'm like, okay, if I'm going down eating the wrong thing, I should only eat half of it. Mm. And someone's like, I'll eat the other half. I'm like, all right, now I'll try it. So <laughs> And oh my goodness, even though I disagree with it fundamentally, that is a magnificent pastry. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that is that is a well thought out, perfectly balanced yeah. creation. Yeah, you kind of get, you know, I, I wanted somebody to share one with me too, because I thought it was going to be thick and rich. And I was like, I just don't want all that sugar. Yeah. And then nobody would do it. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to eat it. And as I got through half, I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't share it with nobody. <laughs> I was like, man, that's that's awesome. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that was uh that was super fun. Yeah, Don R, unfortunately there's uh oh Don R is in Kentucky or is that what you're talking about, Don R? Don R said you need to come fish with him this year. Yeah, I I need to fish with a lot of people. I I want to go fish with LG Bass too up there off the dock. Everybody's making me jealous. Yep. With all their live streams and their videos, just to hang out with him and Michelle. I don't really care for catch fish, but um, just to go there and hang out. Yeah, but, but if you went there and caught a sixty, that wouldn't offend you either. I would not be offended if I had a qualification for Blue Cat of the Year there. <laughs> LG Bass said the best thing to put on bacon is more bacon. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, so I was all day Thursday was set up and I got to meet a lot of people and tested a lot of things and uh really felt like I I was able to contribute, and so I really appreciated that. Um and then Friday came around and Man, it was just Friday. The crowd was insane. As soon as Friday started, I swear the next thing I was looking at my watch and I'm like, holy cow, Kevin's got to get ready to go on stage here. Yeah. I'm like, this whole day just went by. Yeah. So that was many kind of nerve wracking. So many uh, people were there. Yeah. The, the uh, seminar before me had ran over. It was the panel. And it was running over, and I kept looking over. I was like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And so I had to rush to get set up. Um, but, you know, once it got once it gets rolling, it kind of runs itself. And, uh, you know, Mike's on the Golden Whiskers Committee with me, and I kinda, we kind of made some comments last night. It was our meeting, actually. And, uh, you know, we're going to figure out some ways to make it more smoother and more interactive and, uh, you know, work on the sound in-house. I believe the sound online was good this time. but So I traded one for the other. <laughs> but I also had people come up and speak. And so one of the microphones yeah. was was uh, gained down for some reason. I'm not sure. But I thought it went well, man. I thought, I thought that there was a point where the energy was down in the room towards the end because people were getting tired. Um, but there's really nothing you can do about that. You know, you got to get all the awards out, but I'm glad that, uh, you were able to sit there and, um, 
you know, we even had a one of the bigger small business owners in the industry sitting there catch the fever. And uh, so he, he was able to contribute and see that. Um, and then we went back and ate grilled meats, and then we did it all over again on Saturday. And Saturday, we had a kids giveaway, which was awesome. Now, Jason, our buddy Jason couldn't make it. So um, he, uh, you know, he had court and, you know, how to do responsible adult things. So he couldn't have come have fun with us. And so he kind of missed out him and his daughter. And uh, but we had a um, one of our boom squad members actually donated three hundred dollars and said, hey, go do stuff for kids. So myself and Mr. Jeep and Hooks and Hammocks, Chris and Cody, we went around and, and turned $300 into about $700 worth of equipment, uh, which we thank the vendors for that. And we were able to give away like seven rods, hats. Um, we gave away uh, two hats, some, uh, some stuffed toys, all kinds of stuff, and it, it was good. It wasn't as big and as, um, what do you call it, uh, organized as what Jason and, and Mike did last year, but just, you know, flying off your hip, you know, it worked out really well. So we thank you. Um, I already said his name, John, um, for donating that money. And, you know, we took videos. If you want to see those videos, those are all on Facebook, my Facebook page. You can go check that out. Uh, the smiles on those guys' faces was awesome. Those kids' faces. Uh, I was asked by Kevin Saturday morning. He's like, hey, how do you want to do this? I'm like, me? And he's like, okay, not you. <laughs> and I didn't say it, but what I had meant to say was, I think I want to watch it happen this time. Mm. Because the first time I did it just for me, but then it inspired Jason. So then he came back the next day and turned it into something that I couldn't believe. And then it happened again through uh, in, in Louisville through Anvil Rods. Uh, Steve's like, hey, hey, let's do it. Come on over here. You know, and it was me and, and, and Donnie, right? And uh, so that was awesome. Then Kansas City what last year was just wow. crazy. I mean, I was giving away three to six different items every hour. It was nuts. Just just to try to get I through everything. Up. Both days. Names. Both days in a row. Three to six items per hour to these kids, which was amazing, overwhelming, just so invaluable. It was yeah. it was epic. But then this time. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what Kevin's doing today, but I was like, this time he he was like Kevin doesn't have enough to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then Cody was right there. I grabbed Larry Cody. Was right there. Cody saved my life with that. Yeah. Freddie was right next to us and, and contributed and wanted to help out and everything. Yeah. I mean, he came over and he's just like, dude, man, my heart's just going to beat it right out of my chest. He's like, I can't believe how awesome this feels. He's like, look, that little kid, you know, and with that rod. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let anybody give me something for free. Um, Yeah. So I paid everybody something because we had the money. The only one that wouldn't take anything was Matt Knight. Like he was like, either you, either you get a rod or for free, or you can't have one. 
or you buy it, <laughs> buy it full. Or no, actually, I told him I'll buy it full price. He's like, well, what if I don't sell it to you? I was like, All right, I, don't, I don't got time for this. So he he did he did give us a free rod, and then Jeep got some free rods from H and H. Yep. So uh, yep. you know, I don't. I just didn't. What I don't like doing. And I, I have a rough time asking for things. And that's kind of weird maybe for some people. But, like, these companies get hit up for sponsorships all the time. Yep. And so, um, like, somebody else asked me, like, hey, why didn't you ask if I wanted to sponsor Golden Whiskers? I was like, I mean, I put it out there. You could have, <laughs> you know, came and got me. But, you know, you, you, get, you get asked, you get tapped all the time. It's not fair. I know what it's like to run a small business and you're tapped out. Like you have a budget, but, um, thankfully there's some good hearted people there. And, uh, yeah, Cody, man, Cody was a rock star. He's drawing them names and I could tell he was getting tired too. He's like, Hey, let's draw another one. Let's draw another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, it is that man. Let's get him out. I was exhausted at Kansas city last year, but looking back on it, Man, I don't I don't know there's any better way to spend energy than to to be a positive influence on a youth angler and uh some of the scenarios there uh some of the the kids in Louisville the previous year um you could just tell that you just made an unforgettable impact on a kid yeah who's going to go out there and fish so that's that's unbelievable i mean that we may have all had that experience in a different way maybe not with a brand new shiny rod and reel combo uh -huh. but, but uh yeah that's that's so cool and i was glad that you were able to be more of a part of it so um, yeah, there was one point where i had to go help steve out and that's kind of why he's in the situation he is now he he looked at me he goes i think i'm having a heart attack i was like ha 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 he goes no like I know what it feels like. I really think I'm, I was like, Steve, go. Do I need to call the ambulance? Do I need to, like, what do I need to do? I'll be all right as long as I don't run. Okay. So then I followed him for the next two hours. And um, so people were texting me, hey, call this name, call that name. Cause I had the, the mic in my hand for the whole conference center, mm -hmm. which I should have handed that off is what I should have done. But man, it's hard to trust somebody with that. That's a lot of, you know, somebody could really ruin the conference holding that. <laughs> yep. um, but anyway, happens yeah. all the time. People mm -hmm. have hot mics and yeah. they're in the press booth. And next thing you know, networks are apologizing and people are getting fired and language and this and that or whatever. A bad jokes being told. Oh, Lord. But, uh, another thing that happened Saturday morning was we filmed a, uh, a, my video that I just released. Um, the Demon Dragon Secrets. Oh man, I've been uh, sitting here for thirty nine minutes trying to remember what it is because <laughs> Kevin Kevin was like, "Man, this is good stuff. Save this." He's like, "Till we go live," and I'm like, "Push the button." I'm like, "Oh wait," I was like, "I need to get something to drink first. And ever since he had mentioned that on the on the intro of this, I'm like, "What did I say that he was?" <laughs> it took me this long to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well it was it was uh jeremy from tackle band it was his idea we have a crew of anglers uh, mostly youtubers that use demon dragons and basically you know they they give us some demon dragons every once in a while and we fish with them and make videos 
Um, you know, it's mostly to help the company, but we also have codes. Like if anybody uses our code to buy it, you know, we get credit at Tackle Bandit. So we get some hooks or, or something like that. So it helps our channels out too, but it also helps a really good company out and, and anglers too. But um, so it was me, uh, Elgato Azul, Chris, uh, Bobcat, Bob, uh, Bob from Bobcat Outdoors, uh, Larry and Cody from Three Plus One Outdoors, Jay, uh, Jamie and Richard from JR Fishing, Jason Hamilton, who's a big time um, uh, tournament angler from Mike's area, actually, and then um, fishing with Big Mike was there as well. And so we just did a roundtable discussion where everybody kind of told, you know, how they use them and, and the body of water they fish and what their favorite was. And uh, Mike had some good comments about it. And you said you really enjoyed it. Well, I was, I was telling Kevin before the show that I wanted to put a comment on there. Now, the only reason why I ever hesitate not to put a comment on somebody's video is because I text them every day. So I'm like, well, I could just tell him. But then you miss that opportunity to help because it, I think the algorithm definitely likes when you get interaction on your videos with your subscribers or with anybody. And then sometimes people actually read those comments yeah, and you get do. a little thumbs up here or, you know, a thumbs up there or whatever. Yeah. And what I had mentioned to him was that I had not used... Uh, a demon dragon style float very much. But then I noticed how the Mexi cat would outfish me. And uh -huh. I'm like, what's he doing different from me uh -huh. that I'm not doing? Well, he's got a silver demon dragon on there <laughs> elevating his bait. And I'm like, I'm like, well, we're fishing in a reservoir, man. I was like, you don't need to. I was like, that's for the river, isn't it? He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, okay, and hey, I love gear, so I'm checking out gear, but when you get to listen to, you know, seven or eight different people talk about how they rig it, why they rig it, what their conditions are, what their waters waters typically are, uh, current, you know, uh, water depth, um, what, their, what technique they're using, uh, with that float you learn so much from all of them and i specifically stated that i thought that i would know what jason was going to say because i watch all of his stuff on facebook mm -hmm. i watch all of his stuff on tiktok and uh i didn't know anything of what he was going to say so i felt i felt like instantly shocked but then i'm like i need a notepad i need to write some of this stuff down and you learn from like right out of the gate uh was it bob who puts a zip tie around it yeah that I'm was like, a great idea i'm like i got zip ties right here never would have thought of it i was like i've put tape on some of them sometimes and then you have other people that are like i don't do that i actually tie it to both ends and i'm like okay then they explained why uh you had uh, a absolutely stunning comment from i believe it was larry uh or cody if it's cody i'm sorry because i pick on cody a lot in the <laughs> live chats uh so i'm not trying to pick on him now if i happen to pick on but i'm going to credit larry i thought larry said that it's muddy water 
and they didn't feel like the scent traveled as far. So they liked that sound from the brute and how much louder it is. And was, mm. was it you who called it a baby rattle? Cause this yeah. thing is loud. <laughs> the brute does sound like a baby rattle. I heard people shaking them. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that was nowhere near us at CatCon. Mm. And you could hear the brute being shaken. It's it's loudest. And sometimes you wonder if it's too loud. I did hear that comment. It's like sometimes it'll, you know, you wonder if it spooks fish. So what I did, one of the things that I think, and it, and it shows integrity a lot with these guys, is that they said, you know, sometimes I don't use them. Sometimes I just use Carolina rig. Or sometimes I just use peg float. You know, it just depends. If, if nothing's biting... Uh, on the demon dragon side of the boat and something's biting the peg float then you better change the peg floats you know it's not gonna it's not gonna work in every situation so jason said that big mike said that um i'm sure other people did i just can't remember off the top of my head but and peg floats are available to you at tacklebandit.com yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that the code only works specifically on the demon dragon product, yeah right yeah the demon dragon only works for the Demon Dragon Co., which is Catfish 20, only yeah. works on the DemonDragons.com site. But, you know, Tackle Bandit's awesome. I don't have any coded Tackle yeah. Bandit, but... Oh, I do. Uh, I'll find you one. <laughs> there you just, go. Just get with me. I'll find Mike you a code. Secret code finder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Master code breaker. <laughs> but, you know, codes are something that, I don't know, uh, I think benefit... I know they benefit the angler more than the content creator because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have these codes that are out there and, you know, sometimes, especially on PC fun, you can use them during a sale event, you know, so they'll have like 15% off and then you put my cat 18 code in and then you get an extra 18% off. So, you know, some people really, really make out on those i know mike has in the past actually i still probably still have them christmas codes out that still work yeah it still works kevin yeah if you get like three or more it's like cat zero zero and you mm -hmm. get like one for free something crazy yeah. like that but um yep but yeah man like i i didn't uh and that was such a tough situation to film in because you um there's so much one, noise so well, somebody had turned the the lapel mic off, and we had filmed the entire thing with the lapel mic off. And so I was like, "Oh crap!" Like we got to the end, and I figured out that it was off. And so thankfully, that camera right in the center of the table had a good microphone on it, because otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't have seen a video. <laughs> hey, big wrench, how you doing? Um, but yeah, so. That was, was that was awesome on. that it worked. Yeah, he was. When when you say big wrench, yep, that is a big dude. Yeah, he so, is. He's a big guy. I was looking up at big wrench. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other highlights at CatCon. I mean, just uh, the amount of the amount of new people I met. The elbow rubbing is also cool. You know, like making connections, making. Uh, huge contacts. The uh, you know I thought the blacklight room went awesome, and uh, learned a lot about how to set that up. So next year it'll be even better. Um, yeah. You know the, the, the baits that glow. 
Wow. Uh I I don't know how much footage you got in that room, but seeing the rods glow, yeah, I expected that. Uh Seeing the crappie baits glow, wow. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, the Tackle Bandit trailer is probably a 30-foot trailer cargo trailer and they just dropped the back door on it and i took my black lights and hooked them all up in there and then we zip tied rods and glowing line um like the canine braid glows we proved it um and uh some demon dragons glow um crappy baits like mike just said and people got to walk in there and just experience what it looks like before they bought the rod. So if they were come to came to CatCon looking for a glowing rod, they could walk in there and go, Oh, that anvil rod's really bright, or that Mad Cat's rod's really bright. You know, they can they can even look at it and just see how it looks, and then they can go buy it. You know, pick it up, hold it, get the action they want. And you know, that's something I never thought about until until this CatCon is people talk about picking up rods and 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 hold them in your hand and reels same thing but i never realized like all that went into that like why that's so important not so much that you can feel how the rod feels but so that you can get the action right um for instance you know i've had a couple hellcat rods great rods the action is a lot looser i guess on like a hellcat medium heavy than a mad cats medium heavy which is more of a stiffer rod and if you had never done never knew that or you know you didn't have a friend with one you never seen one in a shop and you just bought it you would think oh all medium heavies are like this so i'm gonna get a medium heavy and a mad cats rod and you buy it and it's like i'm not gonna say a broomstick but it's a lot stiffer comparatively yeah and then you're upset because you're like well these things same thing you know they're different but, like, for instance, I think the Mad Cat's medium and the Hellcat medium heavy are the same rod. Like, they feel great, you know. But then you get something like, you know, the Anvil medium heavy, which is in between the two, you know. So you, you really get an opportunity to, uh, what, what, what do we say? Get that experience, that wiggle. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of wiggle wiggle, we had Chunky Cats there this time. That was the first time you met Elson. Oh, that was funny. Let me tell you about that, everybody. So I had befriended Elston years and years ago because he was complaining that he could only do his live show for two hours and then his boat battery would die. And I'm like, well, you're using the wrong kind of battery and it sounds like the battery's old. So you don't have full capacity on it anyway. I was like, so uh, would you let me send you a battery? And he's like, well, how long will it, will it power my show? So we're talking this and that communicating, you know, and I'm like, you could probably run your show for just under 12 hours. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah. And he's like, Oh man, that's awesome. He's like, cause I want to fish for like six hours. He's like, if I go out, I want to fish like four to four to seven hours. Uh huh. You know, so I sent him a battery, boom, the chunky show, you know, explodes and, and goes on longer and everybody's super happy, yada, yada, yada. So now the chunky show is even, you know, bigger, probably it's definitely going on more often. He's, uh-huh. he's transferred over to TikTok. Anyway, 
I had never met him face to face until CatCon. He comes over with his tripod and he's live on uh-huh. TikTok. And he's like, oh, let me get this set up here. I said, you better get over here and give me a hug before I donkey kick that thing. <laughs> I was like, I don't care if you're live. <laughs> and everybody's like, what did you say? They're like, dude, you can't say that. I'm like, I can do it too. I was like, I was like, come here, man. Give me a hug. So <laughs> he comes over and gives me a hug. And I'm just like, I'm not going to make you cry. So I let him go before, you know, because we've been friends for this many years and talk all uh-huh. the time and this and that and everything. And, and uh, the last time that he came, he came over like four times. He was live the first three times on TikTok, walking around CatCon. The last time he came over and he had just shut it off and he just got to sit down and it wasn't it you, me, Chunky and Art. We were just sitting there for just a few minutes, just chilling for just mm-hmm. a few minutes, just talking. I'm like, man, dude, this is the best. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so cool. I was like, Kevin finally got a moment to relax. Elston's not live. I was like, me and Art are here. Resting when you guys feet. got up and just walked away. but uh no that was it was good i'm glad you guys finally got to meet man because you've impacted his show so much tried to tried to be a good impact on him but um that's you know i just kind of was drawn into all this stuff it's just like man dude this guy makes cool stuff i was like i think i can help him though and and uh, i was like if he's willing to discuss it and accept a gift and then you know, our friendship started the same way. Mm-hmm. And uh, now look at it. I mean, it's years and years later. I I mean, uh, the other day, Spencer was, uh, I went to lunch with Spencer and he was talking. And he's like, man, I don't know how long I've been making these videos. I said, you've been making them since Lauren was born. Because I know, because I've been watching you since the beginning. That's awesome. And so, and, and before that, as I was preparing to become a father, I was watching Chris Flores and Luke mm-hmm. Nichols because they were the ones who had little kids and they were still fishing. Mm-hmm. And then they kept talking about Steve Douglas, and I'm like, "Who's the catfish dude?" <laughs> and then I, and then I see what what you had talked about, how this rod is just buried, like every single one of the eyes are in the water, and you're like, "Get it, get it! What are you doing?" He's like, "Yeah, there's a big one." <laughs> <laughs> what a cool cat man yeah yeah it's crazy how you know and i, I think that's the best thing about CatCon, you know especially since most of us really started connecting right before or right when covid started mm-hmm. and you couldn't see each other for like two years because uh, CatCon, the original you know the original format didn't happen and so now we're able to come together like it used to be before I was even a part of it. So I think that's really cool. And that's the best part. Um, you know, I think people have differences and they will always have differences. You'll never get a group of people to, to agree on everything. It just won't happen. And if you think it'll happen, you're delusional. Um, but I think at CatCon, when everybody kind of gets in the same place, you forget about all that stuff, and you set it aside. And yeah, you enjoy the moment. Like I know there was a couple guys there that I've not seen eye to eye with 
uh, or they not seen eye to eye with me for whatever reason, but then they give me a hug when I'm there. And it's like, it feels good. It's like, that's what it's about. You know, it's about, you know, this little petty stuff or whatever, putting all that stuff aside and just being happy with each other, just hanging out and shooting a breeze, talking about fishing, you know, or Chinese buffets or whatever it may be. Yeah. And that's my favorite part. And, you know, that's what Saturday is for me. Like Friday is rough because I'm, my stomach's all a ball of nerves all the way up. And, you know, some people would say, Oh, you're nervous because you get up on stage. That doesn't bother me because I talk in front of people all the time. But the electronics part of it, getting everything set up, my anxiety runs rampant all day. And if I could, if I could make it work to where it wasn't in anybody's way, I'd have everything set up on Thursday and just let it sit there. <laughs> but you can't do that at CatCon. So I thought it, I think that's, that's, I know that's my favorite part. Um, you know, another thing that was really cool when Steve put a lot of heart and soul into it was that dock shooting area. And I didn't I don't, even see it. Yeah, I don't think that went exactly how he wanted, but I think it went well regardless. Because you had kids over he had a he had a um uh couple rods set up and you could dock shoot little jig heads into metal targets that Josh from the weekend angler made. And he was supposed to have a competition, but Never really got around to rules and figuring it out. So mm-hmm. it's just something you can just go over there and do. And I think that's more valuable than anything. Seeing a, a dad over there with his little daughter or son say, hey, this is how you do this. And you hear a little ting, ting in the background. I thought that was really cool. I almost honestly, went over there because they kept saying that there was a bathroom over there that wasn't quite as busy as the other bathroom and that it oh, had yeah. more stalls. Behind the crappy vendor, behind the yeah. crappy stage. I didn't know it was there. I was almost heading over there one time because the line got pretty long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Freddie. Uh, yeah, no, it's – I went in there a few times. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, if, if I had anything to do with it, if Steve ever asked me, he goes, well, what do you think about the dock shooting thing? I would tell him leave it exactly how it is. Set up rods there maybe on a rod rack and just say – Maybe have some instructions or, you know, it'd be cool if you could make it interactive and have a TV on a loop with a video showing people how to dock shoot. Um, I got all kinds of ideas for next year already. Mm-hmm. Like my booth is going to be, I'm going to win best booth award for a YouTuber because I'm, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it right. And it's going to have all kinds of hot stuff you can eat and go crazy with. <laughs> Hey, Freddie giving us $5. Late fee. Love the podcast. Thanks, Freddie. <laughs> That's Freddie from FOA Customs. We talked about him earlier and his heart for kids and, um, and just helping people. So, uh, you know, in CatCon is a whole bunch of buildup and then a whole bunch of quick or er, flies by so quick. <laughs> but we did have some good conversations in the hotel room and, um, the breakfast was good. The hotel was awesome. Uh, I hope I hope we get that one next year. Yeah, it was a nice place. Don R with the four dollar super sticker. Thank you, Don R. It was in the other direction too, so that way I could drive by and take a look more at the uh, UPS Air Hub. Yeah, I mean, that crazy. that thing was something, yeah, and I was well. all good with it 
until a 747 cargo plane lands right on top of me. It looks like it's going so slow that it's going to just land right on me. I'm like, go punch it, Trish. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was something. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we did actually, um, we did actually stop by a Bucky's on the way there. Yeah. That huge, Huge location, we, the huge. We've never been to one. I, I, you know, it's it's cool, but I still don't really get it. Like it's, I mean, it's a gas station. You know, whatever. People now, are gonna. I've been told that the largest truck stop in the United States is actually in Iowa. Huh. And I've driven by and missed it. I don't know how many times, including once on the way to Catcon, uh, Kentucky, and back. Huh. So anytime I go towards the Mississippi River, I go by this gigantic truck. I mean, it looks like an amusement park. It's so big. I'm mm -hmm. like, what's that? And they're like, that's that big gas, that big truck stop. I'm like, oh. It's like, hmm. I don't know how many different buildings. And I mean, it looks like it looks like Adventureland to me. I'm like, what on earth is that? So, yeah. I, I don't want to stop at any gigantic monster. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to a small place where they have gas station sushi and pizza uh, that I can trust. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so moving forward, um, you know, like I said, I got this weigh in this weekend. Should be fun. Um, we got a bunch of ladies uh, call outs coming up, tournament coming out. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. I will be going on May 6th. It's still a ways away. A couple bass tournaments this weekend, too, yeah, I think. A couple bass tournaments. Sharina's Keeping It Real's got one. And um, Josh, the Weekend Angler's got one. Yep. Um, I like it. Yeah, I, I love it yeah, all. I and love to catch bass because they jump out of the water when they fight you. You and, know? You know. It's exciting. Green carp are fun, too. That's right. And then um, in May, we have the... Um, Something you and I come up with was the Pan uh, Palmetto 500, and I'm excited and I, about it. I I hope that takes off. I hope lots of people enjoy it and want to do more of it. You know, I think we got about five five people involved right now. I want some imposter Palmetto 500s. I I, mean, I I wanted to do something because panfish are everywhere. Yeah, you know most people most people have to catch them for bait. Why not? You know. Put a little more content out like that. I, here's here's something I I challenge everybody, challenge anybody who hears this. If you're out there catching bait, do a video catching bait or do a little quick lives live of you catching bait or short tell, shorts or tell me what size hook you use. Tell me what size line you use. Tell me how simple it can be. Help me out. I did not start fishing this way. I need to learn the basics. I beg people all the time, like hey. Talk to me like a beginner because I am. And they mm -hmm. never respond because maybe they think I'm joking or I, I don't know what, but I'm serious. It's like, that's why I love your shell cracker videos. Cause you're like, here's how we do it. Mm -hmm. And you're showing exactly how you put yeah. the bit of worm on that hook. I would have never thought to use that long of a shank on a hook. <clears throat> but yeah, then again, that way, when they swallow it, you can still get it out. Yeah. And maybe your shell cracker are that much bigger because you, 
you know, the big shell cracker in your lake are like the size of a hubcap, right? <laughs> they are pretty so, big. <laughs> so I, I challenge anybody. I mean, please help me learn, you know, teach me something, show me something and let's have some fun with it. You know? Yeah. That one should be fun. And just to kind of wrap up something that I'm going to be announcing, uh, and you're welcome to come up Mike on Wednesday night, but, on Wednesday night show, we're going to be announcing a tournament series that uh, I've created um, to kind of develop all this camaraderie we've been talking about. Keep that Catfish Conference feel going where we're working together to, to for a common goal. Uh, there's so many live tournaments now that it'd be nice to get them all under one calendar. So it promotes uh, catch picture release you know, to, to uh, help with conservation. Um, and it's just something fun. Like people who really like fishing, some people really like fishing the tournaments a lot. I mean, they sign up for every one of them. And so if you're already fishing tournaments, why not get some points for it and get an award at the end of the year, you know? Heck yeah. So, you know, for each, you know, I'll go over this, but basically at the end of the year, it's kind of like a club championship. Um, it doesn't cost anything to you doesn't cost anything to the to the people the tournament directors as it were um, you just say hey I want my tournament in in the club and you go from there nothing really extra but I'm gonna keep track of the points and Mike and I'll update you on the podcast and I'll update you on a Wednesday night show and uh, at catfish conference during the golden whiskers we'll announce a club champion for the first time and they'll get a belt like a WWE belt. And we're going to have a, um, a forever trophy that kind of gets presented at CatCon. And when you win each year, your name goes on it. So lots of cool stuff. Um, you know, spring is right around the corner. People are going to start fishing or see a lot more fishing videos. Hopefully a lot more lives. Definitely. Um, I got like 10 inches of snow Saturday. <laughs> a lot of people so. did get a, their last dousing. of snow. <laughs> 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 I can always throw that throw that uh stick right into the Kevin's spokes of his bicycle when he's talking. Oh yeah. man, it's getting warm. We're getting ready. I'm like, yeah, we just got snow. <laughs> I mean, it it is 40. It's coming though. It's 49 degrees here, so it is kind of chilly. I got to fish six days in a row. <laughs> I fished the day the day before or the two days before. Uh, we buried Gramps, and then I fished the day, and I caught right. a fish after we buried Gramps. Agreed, so, cut, right? And then I fished a couple days after that. Man, I tell you what, I, I talk about it all the time. I think about it all the time. I want to fish every single day, but wow, just makes me feel so much better when I get to. Yeah. So that's that's how I feel about it. That's how I think that's when I'm trying to give someone an idea. You know, so like Kevin said, community, you know, there's there's so much value there. You're talking about, you know, the love and and uh, fun and, you know, integrity and courage. And, you know, let's let's help everybody excel, you know, so. I I couldn't agree more, man, and more more than. In addition to excelling, let's let's help everybody be a little bit more happier and not be so 
you know, strong-browed, you know, so angry all the time. You know, it's kind of like another pandemic is just uh, being ornery all the time. It's because you don't got no medulla oblongata. Yeah. <laughs> My face looked like that for like a decade. <laughs> well, then, you know, some people have that. That resting mean face, you know, I won't say the yep. popular term, but, you know, and you can't help that. But when your mouth opens up, something positive should come out. And, That's right. You know, we, we shouldn't, we, you know, we're not always supposed to be happy. But we should have joy in the life God has given us. And, you know, it's one of those scripture verses I just, you know, looked at the other day. So hopefully, not to say that this, tournament idea is gonna magically change everything but it can't hurt and uh that's kind of what we're gonna do and i got brian b to go along with me he's he's got four or five tournaments so um it's gonna be yeah, all he does so well that being said mike and i i think we had a, a good first show back man it's already an hour and eight minutes yeah nine minutes yeah yeah and we're already ready for wednesday we we never we never really have an, a hard time coming up with something to talk about no but uh yeah look forward to hopefully us getting back regular guys and um you know thanks for hanging in those of you who did uh we'll we'll do our best to to get regular stuff out yeah um as much as we can i so, guarantee uh, you that my my uh my computer system at work has not been improved one little <laughs> bit but i am manipulating it how i need to there you go. i am reducing hours it's just, uh, you know, you get caught off guard here and there by yeah. a few things. And and I think Kevin's work is busier than he admits it is. It is he, very busy. No, like he, I. He is a very sports, busy man. Spring sports are in action, man. Like, yep. you know, like I've already told Patriot James, I said, March 29th, I can't. And thanks for him. He's, you know, he's been wanting to kind of do shows again. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you can take it back, bro. And he's like, no, it's yeah. yours. And I'm not, I don't want to go full time. I was like, okay, well, yeah. you go whenever you want. And so March 29th uh, will be a Patriot James night and I'll be at a baseball game. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, I like supporting the kids and they just, uh, just yesterday or today, one of the kids came up, Mr. Lakey, man, uh, I'm just wondering like uh, why you hadn't been out there taking pictures like you usually do. I said, man, I'm sorry, man. I've just been so busy, and your games have been falling on different, you know, Wednesday nights or Tuesday when I have group, and I felt really bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm coming, man. I promise I'm coming. So I got to do right by those kids. What sport is that? That was a baseball kid. But uh, we have two baseball teams, two softball teams, three soccer teams, uh, a track and field team obviously and a boys tennis team all have games during the weeks so every day there's something going on hey bill we're just about to get out of here but thanks for popping in i've told you it's rough having two kids it'd be even more rough how many you got 800 608 (laughs) 608 yeah Yeah. but uh you know i it, it 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 means something to me that a kid wants me to be there yeah, I don't have kids of my own, so the to, fact that it's somebody for, for else them to to say it, yeah, so somebody else's is, kid—that's a lot. 
you know, to yeah. go, hey, uh, you know, and whether it's not, it's just for pictures because we've got pictures <laughs> of the baseball team. I send, a, I got a little girl who takes pictures for me. Yep. But, um, you know, he said take pictures, but he really wants me out there to watch him. So yeah. that was really cool. Anyway, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks for everybody coming in. Thanks for the Boom Squad for coming in tonight. We had like 10 members almost come in. And to those of you listening, if you want to watch the live stream and become a part of chat, and uh, all you have to do is go to Palmo the Cats, click that join button, join the Boom Squad. Also, make sure you check out Marillo's Family Fishing. That's Mike's channel, and you get to see live fisherman interviews um, in the bus loop or in the car rider line. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also uh, live fishing with uh, uh, Lauren and, and Mike and, and Leah and other family members sometimes. So make sure you check out both of those channels, guys. Um, but that being said, I'm going to pray for us. We're going to get out of here. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, this podcast. Thank you for blessing it. Thank you for uh, being so present in everything we do. Uh, just give you all the credit and the honor and the glory for everything. And I pray for everyone that's listening, uh, that if they're going through anything, Lord, that they could just pray to you and accept you and, and know that you will uh, help them through whatever they're going through, Lord. And if they don't have anybody to talk to, they can email one of us and We'll help them, Lord. They're not alone. Uh, thank you for people in chat, and uh, thank you for Mike and his friendship, and I uh, just thank you for all your blessings. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Until next time, happy fishing. <laughs>